Did you know I wrote a book? My book, Diabetes Sucks, You Can Handle It, is your guide to managing the emotional challenges of type 1 diabetes. And I want to offer you the book for free. You can download the book by going to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash book. That's www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash book. You'll join thousands of other people who have read this book and taken the skills and tools they've learned from this book and applied them to their lives with type 1 diabetes. You can download the book now and start implementing the tools today. That's www.thedibepsychologist.com forward slash book. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. If you're like most people, you get into a habit of thinking about diabetes in a certain way. You see diabetes through the lens of, I just don't want to have it. I want nothing to do with this anymore, and I'm just burnt out. And fair enough, diabetes is all of those things, and I feel that way about diabetes all the time. But I want to suggest to you there may be a different way to approach this, one that might be more helpful, one that might help you become more creative, one that might help you become more curious, and one that may help you become more free and flexible in your life with type 1 diabetes. Are you wondering what that approach is? Well, the approach I'm talking about is called the beginner's mind. Ever heard of it? So the beginner's mind refers to having an attitude of openness, eagerness, and lack of preconceptions when studying a subject. Even when that subject is challenging, even when you've been dealing with that subject for a very long time, like many of you have been with type 1 diabetes. What would happen for you if instead of looking at diabetes through the lens of negativity, of burden, of challenge, you looked at it differently, almost like you were newly diagnosed? Now, let me caveat that. When you're newly diagnosed, you probably were feeling overwhelmed and out of your element. You had no idea what was going on. But you probably also had a little bit of curiosity and maybe even a little bit of blissful ignorance that could really help you in this process. But as you go on in life with type 1 diabetes, we get stuck on our ways. And in that process, we get stuck in our mindset. Sometimes that's helpful, but let's be honest. Sometimes that negative point of view does not help us at all and actually keeps us stuck. In this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about how you can use the concept of beginner's mind to help you to see diabetes in a whole new light. I'm not saying at all that we're going to pull wool over your eyes and make you think diabetes is full of sunshine or roses. Not at all. But maybe changing the way that you approach it and changing your preconceived notions about how you approach it can be a helpful part of the process of helping you see that diabetes 
may not be as challenging as you think it might be. And that you can learn things in the process of managing diabetes that you didn't think were possible before, simply because your mind and your mindset would not let you. I think a great example of a beginner's mind is a three-year-old child. And I happen to have a three-year-old child that I could talk about till the cows come home. So I'm going to talk about her. So as you guys know, I have a three-year-old daughter named Hannah. Hannah is curious about everything. In fact, right now, I think she probably says the word why at least 500 times a day, if not more. Why is the most frequently used word out of her mouth. No doubt about it. One of the things that Hannah is most interested in right now is my blood sugar. Now, Hannah doesn't really know what blood sugar means. I'm sure she doesn't know what it means to have a high blood sugar, what it means to have a low blood sugar. But she is curious about my blood sugar all the time. And whenever I'm with her, she says, Daddy, let's look at your blood sugar. And so we open up my phone, and I open my CGM app, and my blood sugar pops up. And she either says, wow, it's high, it's yellow, or wow, it's low, it's red, or it's regular, it's gray. What she's saying corresponds with the numbers on my CGM. So she's able to recognize that that yellow means high and gray means regular, her word for in range, and red means low. But the thing about Hannah is she's looking at my diabetes from the point of view of the beginner's mind. She's just curious. She wants to understand. She wants to find new ways of thinking about things. And so looking at my blood sugar is a helpful way for her to do that. Now, Hannah doesn't really understand the negative connotations of having a high blood sugar or a low blood sugar. And that's fine. She's too young for that. I certainly don't want her worrying about me and my blood sugars, um, at least right now in her life. But seeing her fascination with blood sugar numbers, and no judgment there, is just her fascination about whether my blood sugar is high, low, or irregular, is really the epitome of the beginner's mind. And then she says, well, if your blood sugar is high, daddy, what do you do? And I say, well, I take insulin. If your blood sugar is low, daddy, what do you do? I take glucose, or I eat Smarties. And then she says, well, I have Smarties here for you. And she really wants to be helpful. She wants to be as helpful as she can as she's learning about the process of diabetes. Now, my hope is that I'm able to continue this on with her, not in a way that scares her, not in a way that worries her, but in a way that normalizes my experience with diabetes and really encourages her to be curious about my diabetes as well as about other things in the world that curiosity can really spark and be helpful for her. But bringing it back to us, people with diabetes, I wanna talk about and ask you, how can you come at diabetes from a beginner's mind? Both in how you approach it, how you manage it, as well as how you behave with it. So often we jump to conclusions. We say, if I do this, I know for sure this is gonna happen. And most often, the conclusion we come to is the worst possible case. If I go for a bike ride, my blood sugar will crash. If I bolus for my entire meal, I'm going to get it wrong. If I wear my CGM on my arm at the bar, nobody's going to talk to me. It's going to be awful. And that way of thinking cuts us off from the possibility of getting any kind of new information. Because what do we say? We say, I'm not going to go bike riding. I'm not going to take the full bowls for my food. 
and I'm not going to go to the bar or at least not going to wear the CJ into the bar. When that happens, we back ourselves into a corner by not allowing ourselves to have the beginner's mind, by not being curious about what could happen, and by being open to whatever possibility could happen, knowing that you can handle it, knowing you can handle your blood sugars, knowing you can handle your anxiety, and knowing you can handle your embarrassment or self-consciousness if it comes up, but also being open to the possibility that those things will never come to fruition. And only with the beginner's mind can we come to that place of knowing, of finding out, of discovering. And that's what beginner's mind is all about. But with diabetes, we get trapped in that place of negativity, of things are going to be challenging, things have to be challenging. And we don't give ourselves the opportunity to see the light, see that it's possible that things won't be as challenging as we think they're going to be. So I want to give you some practical tips about how you can use the concept of beginner's mind in your life with type 1 diabetes to make things easier, to expand your horizons on your management, your behavior, as well as to take a little bit or a lot of the burden off. Because it's my sense that a lot of that burden comes not from the reality of diabetes, even though it is challenging, but the burden comes from the expectation and the lens that we see diabetes through. So let's work together to change that lens and to help you have a beginner's mind. Step number one to beginner's mind in your life with type 1 diabetes is take one step at a time. When you don't have a beginner's mind, your mind races. It races to the future and about eight or nine or 10 or 12 steps ahead. And when that happens, you get stuck, you get trapped, and you get scared. Having a beginner's mind means being very intentional about what you're doing, both how you manage your diabetes, as well as the behaviors and the actions that you're taking in your life with type 1 diabetes. And it starts with one step at a time. If you take one step, you have the ability to discover. You have the ability to find out what's going to happen. You have the ability to test things out. Racing ahead 10 or 12 steps prevents you from learning anything because the decision's already made up in your mind about what's going to happen. Taking one step at a time allows you to see what could happen, what will happen, and then make intentional steps forward from there. Step number two, fall down seven times and get up eight. Having a beginner's mind means making mistakes. And mistakes with type 1 diabetes are going to happen. Of course, you want to put up guardrails for yourself to make sure that your mistakes won't be tragic. But at the same time, if you don't allow yourself to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes, then you'll never be able to move forward. And having a beginner's mind really means allowing yourself to make mistakes, learning from those mistakes, and then growing from those mistakes in your life with diabetes. Step number three. Use what I call the don't know mind, or maybe even the I'm not sure mind. I'm not sure, or I don't know what's going to happen here, but I'm going to give it a try anyway. And then go into that don't know, or I'm not sure mind with a sense of curiosity. I'm not sure what's going to happen if I eat pizza for dinner tonight, but I'm going to find out. You want to go in saying, I don't know. I have some guesses and let me test those hypotheses. It helps you see what you're capable of, and it helps you to really move forward in your life. At the same time, 
you want to live a life without shoulds. You say, I should be careful. I should be cautious. I shouldn't take this much insulin. All of those things are barriers to you. Again, as long as you're staying within the guardrails you set for yourself to keep yourself safe, you're going to be okay. But those shoulds really get in the way of you taking action and trying new things. The final step to beginner's mind is let go of being an expert. I know, I know, we are all experts in our own diabetes management because we all have lots of experience. And that experience, truthfully, is very valuable. It's valuable to you. It's valuable in your communication with other people around your diabetes. And it's valuable for you as you talk to your doctors and your healthcare team. But at the same time, if you're too much of an expert, if you know for sure what's going to happen, you don't give yourself the opportunity for things to change. You don't give yourself the opportunity for things to be different because you already know. And while being an expert in your diabetes management may feel safe, it may feel comfortable, and you are. And while being an expert in your diabetes management may make you feel safe, may make you feel comfortable, and it does, ask yourself, does this hold me back? Am I a know-it-all here to the point where I'm unwilling to listen to other points of view? to consider other possibilities, and to do things differently. As part of developing a beginner's mind, you have to let go of being an expert. You have to let go of that control and allow yourself to learn. And that's the only way you're going to be able to grow, the only way you'll be able to change, and the only way you will gain flexibility in your life with type 1 diabetes. Let's talk about three different scenarios that you can use in your life with diabetes to employ a beginner's mind. The first scenario is being able to be spontaneous. Let's imagine you're at work and a coworker comes up to you and says, hey, let's go to happy hour tonight. What's your immediate reaction? If you're like a lot of folks with type 1 diabetes, they may say, whoa, no, I can't. It's too soon, I haven't planned, I don't know what's on the menu, I don't know how to count carbs, I can't go and they close the door before it's even open. What would happen in that scenario if you took a beginner's mind? First of all, starting by saying yes and seeing how you feel. Being curious about how you feel when you put yourself out of your comfort zone. That's step number one. And then actually going to happy hour and maybe trying some new foods, maybe having a cocktail, maybe sharing with your coworker about what life with diabetes is like, or even sharing with them that you have diabetes in the first place. All of those are opportunities to try things out, to test things, and to be curious about what the outcome will be, what the response will be, what your blood sugars do, and all the rest of it. But without saying yes, you never get the opportunity to try. You never get the opportunity to be curious. And when you're curious, you always learn something. Scenario number two, trying new foods. Imagine you go to a restaurant with your family and the menus are in front of you, and you're trying to decide, do I go with my standard order? I know exactly how many carbs are in there, but I don't like it very much, and I want to try something new. Or do I try something that I really want to try, but with the mystery of what it will do to my blood sugars? Beginner's mind can help in this process. You're an expert in what your go-to does to your blood sugars, but your go-to is stale. You don't like it anymore and you want to try something new. 
what would ordering something new look like for you from a point of curiosity, from a beginner's mind? First, I want you to notice what the process of letting go is, of saying, I'm an expert in this area, but I want to try something new and eat something different, and I'm scared. The curiosity about what it feels like to be scared with diabetes, what it feels like to have those thoughts going in your mind, what it feels like to make a decision out of your comfort zone is important. But then more importantly, the food comes. And maybe you see it and you're like, wow, that's probably a lot of carbs. I've got to take more insulin than I thought I did. What does it feel like to do that? What does it feel like to take that insulin? What sorts of thoughts and feelings come up for you as you get the opportunity to try a new dish? And then you have the food and you get to taste it as well as see what happens to your blood sugars. But you really don't know. You have a good guess, but you're not an expert here. You're trying something new and you're allowing for possibilities. You're curious about the outcome as opposed to dreading it. Curiosity is the opposite of dread. Curiosity opens you up and dread shuts you down. And so if this is the case for you, I want to encourage you to be curious as you try new foods in your life with type 1 diabetes. Scenario number three. I want you to think about an activity that you really want to be able to do, but you always thought that you can't do it because you have diabetes. Maybe it's scuba diving. Maybe it's going for a bike ride. Maybe it's skiing or water skiing. Whatever it is, have that in your mind. And ask yourself, if I'm going to do this activity, how can I approach it with the perspective of beginner's mind? Start by taking one step at a time. Don't go to the outcome. Don't go to the end. But say, okay, if I'm doing this in my life with diabetes, what is the first step I need to take to keep myself safe and to take action? And what am I looking for when I do that? Having a plan about what you're looking out for, how you can be curious, can help you feel more comfortable in this process. Then ask yourself, what's the next step? And the next one after that. All the while thinking about the roadblocks that get in your way. When does the expert come into your mind and try to hold you back from doing the activity or keep you distracted while you're doing the activity? When you fall down, how can you look at that from the point of curiosity? What can I learn from this in order to stand up and do better next time? How can you go into this with a don't know mind or I'm not sure it'll happen mind as opposed to assuming you know exactly what the outcome is going to be? Because you really don't. I want you to take this example and run with it. I want you to try to do an activity that you've been avoiding because of diabetes and see what happens. Take notes. Send me a note. Let me know. Was your experience what you thought it might be? Or were you able to take your beginner's mind and look at things from a point of curiosity, a point of wonder, and a point of exploration that really helped you get more out of the experience and learn about what is possible and also what's not possible for you in your life with type 1 diabetes. So as a recap, there's a couple ways that you can use beginner's mind to help you in your life with, with diabetes. Remember, beginner's mind is having an attitude of openness, an attitude of eagerness, and a lack of preconceptions when studying an object or subject or trying new things. <clears throat> and diabetes is absolutely a subject you can have a beginner's mind attitude with. In order to have a beginner's mind, you want to take one step at a time 
and learn from the process rather than jumping ahead and stopping yourself before you even get started. You want to allow yourself to fail, but not in a way that's going to damage you, but that's going to help you learn from failure and get up and do better next time. You want to move to a place where you say, I don't know what the outcome is going to be, or I'm not sure, as opposed to assuming that the outcome is going to be exactly what you think it is. And on that note, you want to let go of shoulds. And finally, you want to let go of your notion of being an expert. Yes, you are an expert in your diabetes management. However, you're not an expert in what's going to happen. And by holding on to being an expert, you cut yourself off, you close yourself down from the possibility of things changing. All experts know what they know, but they also know what they don't know. And part of being an expert is saying, I don't know what's going to happen, so I'm going to find out. And I know that I'll be able to handle whatever that outcome is. So please do your best to look at diabetes today from a beginner's mind. And I think that you're going to see amazing results if you do it. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor. Send a text or an email with a link to this episode to a friend and let them know how much you enjoyed it and how much they could benefit from it as well. That really helps me get the word out about this podcast so others can benefit. And I always love hearing from my listeners. So please send me a DM on Instagram at the Diabetes Psychologist or send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com. And of course, be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.